Hello, everyone. Welcome to Geekonomics. It's Mark. It's not Brian. It's Megan Duffy. Our what? Hollywood insider is here. I'm not, I'm not Brian. You're not Brian. No. 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 News no. No. You definitely have less facial hair than Brian does. That's for sure. Thank you so and much. And your hair is not as gray, which is also. Well, <laughs> thanks to something called Clairol number 108. It is not oh, gray. Well, there you go, kids. <laughs> no. Clairol 108. Well, give you that nice red look so what's new pal what's new with you uh hanging out uh we've been real bored over here we're uh got a double strike happening so um the town has been pretty quiet since i've gone since march um you know normally uh, even before that you know normally we have a really bustling pilot season from like january to maybe april when they start filming um and this year there was something like 17 pilots um compared to 40 something last year and compared to normally about 100 so uh it's been it's been crickets over here well the one thing that you have been doing is you have a movie coming out like today it might be today it depends when i post this okay monday could be (laughs) probably monday so it'll be tomorrow but on apple tv plus well it's it's not just on Apple TV plus okay. um, it's a, it's a truly independent, like for, let me just preface this. Um, Cause okay. right now we are striking all of the SAG actors are striking. And so part of that, that striking is not being able to talk about projects that we've worked on that have been made by uh, producers who are part of the AMPTP um, mm-hmm. that's what we're striking against. But um, at the same time, SAG-AFTRA has allowed for some true independent productions to seek an interim agreement, which basically means that the, the producers of the project have agreed to the terms that SAG-AFTRA is seeking in their negotiation mm-hmm. with the AMPTP. So if producers are, are down with, with what is reasonable, what we're asking for, then and they agree to that, then we are allowed to promote the projects. So this project is something that falls under that. So I just want to preface that first because um yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of people with amazing projects that are going to be hitting uh netflix and hulu and all that who aren't allowed you know their big break and they're not allowed yeah. to talk about it um yeah. so that's why i am uh, yeah. but we're, we're a truly independent film called bootyology and it's it's on apple it will be on uh apple tv but it's not part of their streaming service uh it's also going to be available if you're an amazon prime you can pre-order right now we're in pre-order it comes okay. out on bod august 22nd and you can order it on yeah I mean, i'm sure it'll be like on voodoo and just wherever you wherever you stream wherever you watch your movies yes wherever wherever you watch your movies on the yeah. tv who are the booty boys six hole and brown eye these guys were non-stop about the music. The sky was the limit for them. They really were a perfect storm. It was gonna unite the world, but that's not gonna happen now, is it? The last reported sighting was at Buttholes, which is a bar in the valley. Oh my God. It's them. Welcome to my house. Come on in. Hey, welcome. Welcome to my crib. It's a little cozy. Check it out. This is my vocal booth, AKA the shower, AKA the closet. I was a participant in the Booty Boy stage show. 
They called me the professor. I was Queen Bootytifa. I was Bootytron 9000. What is Bootytron 9000? Give it up for the Bootytron 9000. I was a robot. This has to be the greatest rap album of all time. Yo, this is not good. I just had a great idea. What if we just take our old songs that never came out and put those out? Have you read anything about what's happening now? With what? Triple Lutz in the Ascapades and Triple Butts in the Ass Parade is really, I mean. So before we get into the actual movie, for people who don't know, you've been out in Hollywood since when now? How long have you been out there? You've been out there for a long time. Basically my entire adult life. Um, yeah. A couple of years after graduation, which we don't need to do the math on when no, that was. we definitely did not decide <laughs> for Enfield last year. That was a double digit number that scared me. But yeah, let's yeah. do that. But uh, yeah, basically my whole adult life, uh, you know, moved out to Hollywood, California, and uh, somehow I'm still alive uh, and accomplished a couple of things along the way. So uh, live in the dream, which is being a working class actor. Yeah, you are. Uh, you have. Uh, Always randomly, I will name drop you in uh, when new team members come on and they mention that they're Gilmore Girl fans. Mm. I'll be like, hey, I have a friend who I went to high school with who was in an episode of Gilmore Girls. That was and then they're friend. like, what? And then their brains explode. And then, yeah. That was my first TV job. I know. I know. It I remember when it came fun. on. I'm like, hey, I know that person. It was very fun. <laughs> I got to spend the day with Michael York, who yeah. uh, he told me one of the wildest stories still to this day that anyone's ever told me. And it was about he and his wife were friends with President Nixon and his wife. And after he resigned, they'd had, I guess, there was like a bunch of people would go to Aspen to some like lodge and stay there mm. together. And after he resigned, um, this trip was on the books already. And he and his wife decided to still go, but like everyone else dropped out. So he huh. talked about what a, what a strange trip to Aspen it was with our recently disgraced President Nixon and his mm -hmm. wife trapped in a snowy cabin. That's a, that's a movie. It's a hell of a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a movie waiting to be made right there. <laughs> so Bootyology, how did this come about? I, I kind of read into a little bit. It was a YouTube kind of video thing. So um, one of my first, getting back to when I uh, first moved to Los Angeles, uh, I had done a lot of dance. I was in the the dance team and, and all of that. And I was very eager to get some on-camera footage of me because most of the stuff I'd done was like live on stage. And, you know, that those grainy, what was what was those cameras yeah. that they, parents used to film? VHS. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I was very, very eager to get some new footage of, uh, to put together a real whatever. So I answered a Craigslist ad for- Back before that was scary. 
yeah, I mean, that was kind of where a lot of casting, it was like there and backstage, which in both yeah. of them are absolutely <laughs> no. But it was for a parody rap band that was looking for dancers for their music video. It was unpaid. But there was a joke about like, but we'll have lunch, probably nachos. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. Like it sounds, you know, so they got a nachos. I mean, especially with extra guacamole, it can get expensive. Well, that's, that's pricey, especially with fresh guacamole. That's, that's, that's big dollars. Big dollars. Yeah. So, uh, I sent them a very serious uh, submission with my resume, my accolades. I've achieved this as a dancer, blah, 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 and photos. And they were like, great, you're in. Mm. And I guess they cast something like 10 or 12 dancers. And I was the only one who showed up. Everyone else just ghosted, or I guess yeah. a couple, two girls said they had cold sores, um, which is a, a very common excuse. I, yeah. I don't but uh yeah so I'm the only one who showed up and again very seriously I had a suitcase full of different Mm. wardrobe options I was camera ready I was like here we go and um I just thought they were really funny and fun and they were a parody rap band that was actually really good that sang songs only about butts um they had been graduates of like USC cinema school and stuff so I they they were legitimately talented people Mm. and um then a couple weeks after the video shoot, they said, hey, like, we like that you showed up. Do you want to be in the band? I mean, there you go. Yeah, I just had to show up. And yeah. uh, we created this character. Her name was Queen Booty Tifa. And uh, it was personally a character who I I loved to play because it was during a time in my early 20s. And, and I don't know if you remember the culture during the, the early and mid 2000s where it was just a culture especially in hollywood and tabloids and in, in in like people magazine of just tearing women down mm. had websites that w- would you know show kirsten dunce walking down the street and it's like is she fat yeah. like just weird stuff yeah. like that um and i was experiencing a lot of that uh misogyny myself in hollywood i i have uh it, i weighed 88 pounds and had been told on a couple of occasions that i was fat I, and i'm short but like yeah but that was just the, the yeah. culture of the time. So I got to create this character in Queen Booty Tifa who she was just powerful. And, mm. and you know, you look at me and I don't necessarily register as a booty dancer when you just look at me. So yeah. um, she was just really fun to play. Yeah. And when on tour, we opened for Sarah Silverman. We would open for Andy Kindler. We did some really, really great shows. Um, we opened for Sir Mix-a-Lot once at the Viper Room. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, and then eventually we just, you know, we ended up losing touch. Um, yeah. you know, the guys had to get real jobs and, um, you know, I don't I don't know what I, I was doing then. But yeah, we just kind of like lost touch and they stopped doing the mm. band thing. And then years later, I remember seeing uh, an episode of So You, no, it was uh, America's Best Dance Crew. Okay. And they said, in the credits who did the music and it was this company called district 78 which is what mm. the b-boys had rebranded at. it was like their, their okay. music thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um they went on to do they do all the music i think right now they're working on dancing with the stars but they would do so you think you can dance just music creating music for choreography yeah. and, and mixing things and uh like everyone else during the pandemic they were bored and had nothing to do so they said we're going to make a new booty boys album and then somehow it it turned into we're going to make a movie 
about what's happened to us, why we had this yeah. gap in, in our uh, time. And so I got a random text in the middle of the pandemic that just said, is this still Megan Duffy's number? And I said, yes, it is. And they yes, said, it is. we're going to make a booty boys movie. Do you want to be more minute? strange if it wasn't? <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? You? Yeah. I mean, it had been, it had been so long, yeah. but, um, uh, also I guess I've never changed my number. Is that a common thing that people do? Do they change their number a lot? I don't think so. I've had the same number since high school. So, um, uh, mine has been since I moved to California, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So they, they said, we're going to do a movie about the booty boys. Would you be in it? And then there was a follow-up text that said, don't worry, it will be SAG. And okay. I said, yeah, I'm in, I'm down. I asked him no questions. And then, um, well, I was actually paid in, in money oh. this oh, time okay. with, yeah. <laughs> you say like add nachos as well, just to, I, you know. I think, I think that we got nachos one, okay. one of the yeah. lunches, one shoot day, but. Um, That's just but, my yeah. weird sense of humor. I would have thrown that in thing. Like if there's nachos, I'll be there. That would have been, yeah, I I, I was feeling, again, middle pandemic wasn't feeling yeah. my best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, then I met with the director on a, a Zoom. We kind of did a thing and talked about who the character would be. And they explained that it was going to be shot very like a Christopher Guest type of movie where we had our character. And then it was going to be all completely improvised, which mm. uh, I is something that I'm good at. So I was very excited to get to do that. Um, and I would just show up and I would have no idea what we were shooting. I'd never got a full script. I didn't, I kind of knew the basic idea of the story, but that was all the information I was given. Um, so there was one day where it was like, okay, now you're going to dance. And I was like, oh, oh, oh I got to stretch for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we did at the, uh, at the end and end of shooting, we did, um, there's like a full music video where we had to go. I had to go to choreography rehearsals mm. and they got uh Dietrich Dominic who won. So you think you can dance as our choreographer. And it was like people from like all these like dance shows that I recognized. Yeah. And then I'm like trying to keep up. <laughs> but and not, uh, and not nerd out at the same time. Like, Hey, you're from that. And you're from that. Oh no. I mean, I walked into rehearsal day one with, with Dominic and I just went, I voted for you. <laughs> like I had no chill. I was just so stoked. Um, but yeah. And, uh, and then I had no, I, again, I never saw a script, so I had no yeah. idea. I had no, I, I didn't know anything about the movie. And then we had our first screening and, um, we filled up like a, a huge, uh, one of the, the regal lives in DTLA mm. and, um I invited a bunch of my friends and I said listen this might just be a bunch of dumb butt jokes or it might be uh you know offensive but I'm mm. proud of my work so if you could just come yeah. and support me and um we were very pleasantly surprised that the movie is funny and um it, and there are some dumb butt jokes but it's also um topical it deals with uh things like cultural appropriation and misogyny. Um, it's about hmm. trauma, loss, grief, change, just all of the things that we're kind of collectively uh, dealing with as a society, you know, especially post. Yeah. So um, yeah. And it's also about butts. So literally there is I mean, something in this movie for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's called bootyology. If it wasn't. Yeah. What would be the point? That's like their, 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 the song that they were known for. Oh, yeah, that's the one I, I have guest vocals on. Ah, there you go. B-double-O-T-Y-O-L-O-G-Y. And then I go, oh my. 
Ah, careful. I don't know if it's too much. I have to pay pay for it or something. I don't, I don't have that kind of budget on the podcast. But so like you're saying, it comes out the for the date. If people see this afterwards, it's already out, but it comes out on Tuesday, which is the August 22nd. Also my birthday. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Twofer. Twofer. And you were saying before we started, you just had the premiere last night. How'd that yeah. go? Uh, it went well. We just um, we didn't do a premiere screening. Um, yeah. You know, we we're trying to figure out a way to celebrate everybody who worked on it, um, but also being respectful of of the fact that so many people can't promote their projects right now, so they just yeah. threw a party. Yeah. With drinks. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. So everyone needs to go check that out. You could pre-order it. Or once it's out, make sure you watch it. But um, with this strike that's going on, yeah, we can't not talk about it more than a little bit. But what do you think? How much time do you think will keep going on before it's over? Uh, well, it's my understanding that they have kind of gone back to the table with the WGA. So the AMPTP can only negotiate one contract at a time. Yes. Yeah. So it was WGA was up first, then you had DGA, and then us. And it gave yeah. us, uh, the SAG, the actors, a really small window to be able uh, to negotiate. But to, mm. before, um, I think it was like something like three weeks we were given. And, and historically, these kinds of contract negotiations are are very complex and take closer to six weeks. So um, WGA, their negotiation failed, as we all know. Mm -hmm. So the writers went on strike. Uh, DGA, which is the Directors Guild, was able to negotiate something which you know people have different we I, I think there was a lot of people hoping that there would be a triple strike mm. um, but DGA I guess was happy with the terms that were um uh voted in and, and then the they got the numbers when they when they took it to vote uh with the membership so uh that's settled although I don't know mm. what the directors will direct when they have no scripts and no actors um yeah so yeah. good luck but yeah. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we're, um, and so it's my understanding that the WGA has gone back to the table with the AMPTP. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know, There, there's a media blackout and anything that you're seeing in the trades is uh, untrue. Okay. Uh, yeah, so when they're reporting like, oh, this and that, like it's just, it's just propaganda that the AMPTP is putting out to try to make it seem like they're not the evil villains that they are. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and so once the writers... Uh, negotiation is handled then um uh the idea you guys are up. Oh, oh yeah yeah um and then we'll have a little bit of leverage because then we'll be able to like the wga whatever their um their contract is will set precedent especially in terms of ai like the stuff that mm. they will do with ai is just horrific and evil yeah yeah it's crazy now like i know we talked about it on the podcast before that there are things still being produced out there that are still like the uh, animated films and commercials and I think soap operas are still yeah well they're all different agreements so it's specifically our film and tv agreement um but uh things like late night talk shows game shows reality shows soap Mm. operas they're all under a different contract called the network code yeah Uh, then we also have a commercial contract which is separate um and we did uh in 2022 we have like an unprecedented new commercial contract that's really uh you know nothing is ever perfect in a negotiate it's a negotiation you're not both 
there's no side that's going to get everything mm. they want, but it's it's pretty reasonable in terms of um, moving us forward and in, in the direction of the industry. Um, but there are also um, for some productions, what I mentioned before is the interim agreement. So like A24 was able to use the interim agreement to, to stay in production, which put, you know, and, and of course stars are working, but it also means that crew is working Yeah, Um, because the thing that people aren't really talking about so much is the hundreds of thousands of people who make a TV show happen. um, Cause it's not just your actors, directors, directors, it's also all the blind people, your, yeah, your key grips, your all the people you see in the credits. Yeah, the, all the people are staying at home. Yeah, craft service people. Yeah, 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 those, people yeah. those people are all also out of work. Yeah. Uh, and and um, so the the thing with the interim agreement is it keeps food on the table for at least a few few people. Uh, you know, union dues yeah. so that the union can continue to function. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So with that going on, is there any like, are you doing anything? else are you working on stuff or you have anything you're yeah there's like i'm playing around with everybody's making short films so i'm working on that now with my writing partner um based on a dream i had about severed fingers okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, probably gonna shoot that next month but Yeah. yeah um and then and then commercial uh commercials are typically it's pretty quiet in the summer but they're starting to pick up now because Hmm. uh advertisers didn't really want to spend a lot of money to advertise during like celebrity game show or, or rerun yeah. Abbott elementary, yeah. which a great show Abbott elementary. Show. Yes. Like we've yes. already seen it, you know, yes. exactly. um, but they can't escape. They're going to have to uh, make Christmas commercials for Christmas yeah. product, uh, car commercials. So we're starting to see the pickup of that now. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. And yeah. in bigger news, it was your cat's birthday. It was August yeah. 16th was her birthday. Yeah. She is seven years old. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, she's it's an old gal. Mine's, yeah. You always do this on the podcast now. It's like like checking on Ellie as she sleeps on her chair. <laughs> like a little loaf. Uh yes, that she just her, that's all she mine, does. Mine's in her window hammock. Yeah. I bought her one of those and she doesn't like it. So oh. she gets the she gets the chair. Uh, so, so yeah, anything else you want to know about the strike? We've been, uh, I got to tell you, LA's hottest workout right now is getting your 10,000 steps a day in on the picket line. Like that yeah. is, there's singles pickets. There's, I was just at one of, uh, last week or no, this Monday, um, that was a bunch of horror creators. So like Barbara Crampton was there, um, mm. Mazzara, like just, it was, it was really amazing. I dressed as Tippy Hedron from the birds. With nice. a sign that said AMPTP's proposals are for the birds. Um, Sarah Silverman came out. It was really, really fun. Um, we had yeah. probably uh, like maybe like four or 500 people, I think, came through that day yeah. at Netflix. Yeah. And, um, you know, something that we we do with the picketing uh, is just try to be as annoying as possible. So as everyone is trying to get, because there's still some people who have to work at the studios, you know, yeah. they're clerical stuff, research, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we staff. just- yeah, yeah, so we yeah. you know flood the streets, walking back and forth when um they're trying to get into work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, just causing chaos. Um, yeah. there's always like loud PA systems, people singing, people dancing, asking cars mm. to their horns. Um, just everything that we can do to to feel a little disruptive. Now, is there us uh, any like? I know 
I think I remember back when the last strikes happened. Do you guys have like a place where people can donate to help uh, actors who might not have the funds to survive the strike? Yeah, there's quite Anything a few. Like different, there's quite a few different organizations. Um, there's one. I mean, the the, the actors fund, um, obviously, and the writers guild has something similar. But um, there's. Let me see if I can look it up and send it to you. IATSE. Okay. Um, IATSE because our the the IATSE is our union workers, like the the crew members that we mentioned. Yeah. Before. Um, they're Stay the ones. Who are hurting. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're the ones who are hurting the most. I think. Yeah. They've been seeing this impact, like I said, with with the the less pilots being shot. Um, they're seeing the impact uh, with just all of their their projects drying up, and it's not even their contract. So they're yeah. standing in solidarity with us. Their contract yeah. is next year, but yeah, they they're standing in solidarity with us, and they're the hardest hit. So um, the uh, there's like an IATSE community fund. I'll send you the link. Okay, yeah, we'll throw that in on the bottom of the screen and everything. So make sure to check that out. But Make it quick. We don't want to keep it too long because I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You're making a short film about detached fingers or something. Yeah. something crazy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but you're also on social media. So if people want to follow you, you're on the socials. You're on, you want to give out your socials if people sure. want to follow you. Uh, on Instagram, I go by I am a teacup human. I am a T-E-A-C-U-P-H-U-M-A-N, like a teacup poodle, but yes. a person. Yes. Um, and then on uh, Facebook and Twitter, I am just the Megan Duffy. Yeah. So go there, check it out. All of her stuff's on there. You can see everything, all the different shows you've been in over the years. I call you my celebrity friend. Oh, wow. Out there, <laughs> out there in Hollywood, doing the, doing it, making it happen. Trying my best. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, check out Bootyology available on all different streaming services on the 22nd you can pre-order it now and all that and more will be back next week actually we'll be back next week because i'll be on vacation we'll be back the week after that where are you going joe i'm going to maine nice yeah Taking the white house with me. yeah yeah what was i didn't hear what you said sorry are you gonna have some lobster uh i she might i'm not a big lobster person oh all right okay yeah. I think they're weird. I don't like the claws weird me out. They're like sea and they're like sea insects. They are. I'm not as bad as shrimp though. Shrimp are the real insects of the sea. Yeah, they're not a big shrimp. It's just on the grill. Yeah. I'm a clam guy. I'll I'll do clams, but only fried clams. I'm not I don't want anything fried cold. clams. It's a sliminess. I have a, a So you're not an oyster person. No, not a not a really big seafood guy. Not yeah. a big seafood guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never went off on a tangent there. But, no, I, I had to move away. I had to move away from New England to become a seafood person. Yeah, yeah, you're your way over. Like, do they? What do they even? They have seafood, of course, because they have like, yeah. like Fisherman's Wharf up in Seattle is like the seafood. Yeah, I mean, we have now. a sea. Yeah, you have San Francisco, but it's like LA. There's not like a. Is there a big seafood deal uh, there? Sushi's pretty big. Yeah, but it's like fancy sushi though, right? It's like at the fancy restaurant, like the big time places. I literally have a restaurant in my neighborhood called Sushi Stop where everything's like $5 and it's a chain and it is delicious. 
and uh yeah so <laughs> it did just open near our near where i live i'm up in springfield now you have uh, a sushi shop no they opened a all, all you can eat sushi restaurant like a buffet oh yeah. i don't i don't know if i'd want a buffet yeah. i just want I'm not to sure but yeah <laughs> i would want to open sure. a hot pot place near our place too and i was like oh my gosh hot pot Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that when you're dealing with raw fish, I don't necessarily a buffet. I feel like that has the uh, potential to go very wrong. Yeah. Very bad. Very quickly. Yeah. It's named <laughs> like Haya, which is even more. It's like, Haya, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save it that. Brian yeah. is funny. Well, try, maybe try the hot pot place. Well, I've definitely been. We've been to the hot pot place. Yeah. It's a Korean barbecue and hot pot. And it's oh, all you wow. can eat as well. Mm. and it's just like yeah I'm getting hungry I was like challenge accepted but <laughs> but all right pal thanks for giving us the time I appreciate it it was good seeing you as always nice to see you uh, also yeah next time you guys you got something going on oh how's our friend Danielle doing oh she's she's doing amazing she's just been out of town uh but okay. I'm gonna see her next week so i will tell her you said hello yeah tell her you said hello yeah yeah, yeah she's who i'm great. working on the finger. Great, yeah she's who i'm working on the finger thing with oh well there you go so then we definitely have to check it out then it's yeah the fops as we call you of the, of the show <laughs> friends of the podcast friends so the podcast. yeah but all right we'll be back in a couple weeks everyone enjoy your labor day weekend holiday and that'll be my birthday after that we'll be back after i'm turned 44 so we'll see you all the week after that we'll have a whole bunch to talk about and so much more but check out bootylicious bootyology bootyology he was gonna do it <laughs> bootyology and we'll see you all next time as always be safe be well be kind i just screenshotted us by the way oh okay i thought it was in mid salute or something that'd be weird <laughs> but, all right bye everybody